knees deep in yeah. fantasy, but um, <laughs> that football. sounds terrible. Football. That's about <laughs> fantasy football. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Man on FPL podcast. I am Dronach FPL or FPL Dronach. And you are? I am FPL Thomas. Sorry, <laughs> I thought you were going to introduce me yourself. No, I don't think um, I need to. I don't think I should. I uh, think you should introduce yourself. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yes, FPL Thomas, that is me. Good. That's nice to know. <laughs> I'm glad we got there in the end. <laughs> um, what a podcast we've got today i'm very excited i've been excited all day about this i've been excited from about i think was it sunday night i messaged no i think it was even saturday night i messaged you like really Uh, late saying can 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 you do (laughs) i was like can you record on monday can you record on monday we've got an exclusive yes well we went to the next day (laughs) yes yeah well yeah it was it was late wasn't it um in fact, it was it was my birthday, I think, on Saturday, wasn't it? So, well, it was my birthday on Saturday. I don't know why I'm asking you, but yes. It, so, I think uh, I think uh, I, was, I was I was preoccupied that I couldn't get back to you uh, that evening. But uh, yes, it was a very nice message to wake up to in the morning, which is great, obviously. So, yes, today we are going to go through the FPL. Uh, um, we're going to do our overhauls, our sky overhauls. I mean, FPL we're just going to touch on, aren't we? Uh, we're going to touch on Gaffer as well. Let's be fair, not much has happened this week with the international break. Um, then we're obviously going to speak nicely about uh, Fantasy Champ Man, um, obviously with some uh, nice insider information there to let the public know. Um, I am so happy in the last couple of days that uh, Fantasy Champ Man has uh, started tweeting out and we've had some price reveals and the game is going again. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a... I'm going to take that as my birthday surprise from them. Started around my birthday, so that's yeah. what I'm taking that. I'm running with it. Why not? You you own it. Yeah, I will. Um, obviously, we're going to do our little uh, our little FPL game as well today. So uh, the picking a uh, price and and uh, position, um, and yep. then we'll go into our questions. And we have got a lot of questions, so uh, I'm I'm obviously very very excited about that. Um, and I appreciate everyone who has sent in a question so far. Did you enjoy the international break, Thomas? Did I enjoy the international? I hate international <laughs> football. It's so boring. I can tell you from now, I didn't watch either of the England games. Um, it's just not for me. It's my chance to kind of switch off from, from well, I was going to say switch off from football, but we've been knees deep in yeah. fantasy. But um, <laughs> that football. sounds terrible. Football. That's <laughs> football. Fantasy football. Um, yeah, I, do you know what? I think I've said this on, on, on the pod before. If it's not a, a meaningful game, like a World Cup or a, um, you know, Euro, something like that, I'm just not that bothered. No. I'm so passionate about my club that international kind of, I just don't have the same passion behind it, if I'm honest with you. But um, it was good that England won. They beat Belgium, didn't they? So that was a good result. I mean, um, they fluked it, but 
Hey, I, I no. Do you know what? I did see that the the, the Mason Mount goal, and yeah, it was a little bit jammy. <laughs> yeah, just just a little bit. Yeah, but uh, hey, never mind. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It was a win. No, we'll take it. Yeah, um, yeah. But apart from that, I mean, I've just been counting down until we've got some some Premier League games back, and and now obviously the the champ man being launched as well. I can't wait. That's what I'm focused on. Yeah, that uh, is going to be uh, exceptional. I can't wait. Uh, let's see how many people are excited by it as well. You know, it's um, it's great. You know, I think we'll have a lot. More, I think we'll have more people this year as well. In all fairness, so. Uh, yeah, I've I've noticed a few people popping up saying that they didn't play last year, they didn't know about it, or mm. it had already started, and then so they they kind of missed out from the start. Um, so yeah, it'd be good to see um, some more new people playing, and and obviously I, I I don't believe there'll be many people that played last year that won't play this year. I mean, there's um, something seriously wrong with it. Such a them. good game if they do. <laughs> if you played the first time Absolutely. and don't play the it was second such time, a good game. you're an idiot. Um, and I've just called that on the podcast. So there you go. Um, right. Okay. Let's go into FPL. Um, and I guess for the FPL today, uh, we're literally just telling people how we're lining up for the weekend. Although it's bloody early. Let's be fair. It's Monday. So we've still got a whole week, really. Um, and obviously, we've got a little game to play or a little challenge. So I am lined up this week with uh, Martinez, uh, Doherty, Reese James, I need to get rid of him, and uh, Justin as well. For uh, those two, are a pain point for me at the minute. Um, midfield's midfield's very nice. Harvey Barnes, Son, Rodriguez, and Havertz. And then up top, we've got Calvert Lewin, Jimenez, and Kane. And obviously, Kane has been rumoured to have a little bit of a knock, or possibly a knock. I don't know. I can't trust anything on Twitter. Mm. Yeah, no, I I did see that rumour and. I was a little bit worried as I have transferred Kane in yeah, same, yeah. <clears throat> myself. Yeah. So I've got Martinez as well. I've got Van Dijk and Robertson at the back alongside Saïs and Cody. Um, the double-double. double-double, um, yeah. And then I've got um, KDB, who I don't know if you've seen, but just in the last hour or so, they've said has got a slight injury. Yeah. He's been sent back to the city. Uh, as an Arsenal fan, I'm... I'm you know, slightly smirking at that news. <laughs> but from a fantasy point of view, I'm like, no, he, was, he wasn't going to be my captain, but I was still relying on him for a, you know, a decent performance. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I've got KDB and I've got Foden. Um, and then I've got Rodriguez and Havertz still. Um, and then I've got Calvert-Lewin and Kane up front. Nice. Um, I have still only done the one... Um, free transfer at the moment. I do have a second one sitting there. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I'm still contemplating Havertz to Pulisic. Um, but as yet, no, I've not done it. I've kind of held off slightly. Um, I do think if if Pulisic does deliver um, at the weekend against Southampton, I do think lots of people will pile in on him, especially if Havertz doesn't. Um, perform um, so I may be I may lose out on 0.1 but at the moment something's just holding me back so I think I'll wait I mean if you don't use it I then you'll have waiting. yeah because if you don't use the transfer you've got two again next week so 
Yes. And, you know, I, I, it just feels a position of strength having two free transfers. Um, <laughs> I would never know. It, <laughs> yeah, I don't think... Has a week gone by where you haven't taken a hit? Uh, um, I don't think so. No. Oh, shit. No. <sighs> yeah. Maybe minus four. No, possibly not. Possibly not. No, it hasn't. You have minus four, minus eight, wild yep. card, minus four. It's game week five, isn't it, next? Yeah, that is. Oh, I've, no, that's... <laughs> oh, shit. That's bad, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, what you have to remember is now that we're picking up a few new listeners, people aren't going to realise just how many hits you've been taking. So I think we'll only need to remind them every week. <laughs> you get you to review torture, your, your, pain, your pain of hits. It's torture for um, the very fact yeah, I just no. remembered what I had done, like the fourth, first four game weeks, how I just remembered exactly my transfers and what I had done then was uh, remarkable. Try me at game week 28, I'll be like, uh, minus four, minus eight, 16, I don't know. Oh gosh, well no, I, I'm sure you'll have settled down a bit by then. <laughs> Let's hope so. Right, um, should we do yeah, our Yes, so that's kind of... Oh, sorry, I was yeah. going to say. Well, no, I was going to say, we've got some... Um... We've got a competition to do, haven't we, between yeah. ourselves, a little challenge. Um, I did say to you that I would pick a price point and I would pick a position and then you get um, first pick of the players. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to go for a midfielder. So I need to pick a midfielder. So, Good start. a midfielder with a maximum price of 7.5 million. So just in case anyone hasn't quite picked it up yet um, on what's what, I've now given Darren a price of 7.5 million and a position midfield. He's going to try and pick a player who's going to score more points than the player that I'm going to pick this coming game week. It's just a little bit of fun between me and Darren, but um, you are welcome to you know, Challenge agree yourselves. with one of us. Maybe you can pick someone that's going to beat both of us. Who knows? Right. Have you got someone yet? Are you still uh, having a look? Two seconds. No problem. I think there's some good ones that have got yeah, away fixtures. It's a bit tricky. Yeah. But then again, look at the current current um, form of teams. Teams playing away, I think, are outperforming the teams playing at home. So... Oh. I'm not sure that's necessarily something to put you off. I'm going to play in good form. safe, I think. Okay. Am I going to play safe? Hang on. Am I going to play safe? Or am I not going to play safe? Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of Triore. For, obviously, for Okay. Wolves. That isn't oh, who uh, I thought you were going to pick, yeah. Oh, it's not who you thought I was going to pick. Okay, well, that's, that's okay. No. Um, okay. Um, Harvey Barnes tempts me a little bit. Do you know what? I'm going to go completely left field. I'm going to go for Lucas Mora. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's so left field. I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> um, good luck. Thanks. I will go for Trossard. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I looked at him a few times, but I was like, no, no. I would have... Yeah, I did keep scrolling past him. The only other one I might have gone for is is Barnes. So Trossard, Barnes, and Lucas Mora were the ones I was looking at. Mm. Um, there we go. Right. So let's see who scores higher out of me and Darren this weekend. Me. Right. (laughs) It will be me. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Um, We'll ignore that. Um, We'll drop that feature quickly. 
So, <laughs> Sky Sports, we have overhauls, and I have no idea for two teams as well. Amazing. So let's hang on a minute. What happened to Gaffer? <laughs> well, I thought we were doing Gaffer after. Oh, you want to do Gaffer after? Oh, sorry. Okay, let's go for Sky Sports overhauls. Yeah, I thought just natural progression of the the more popular game into each one. Sure. That's just natural progression for me. Um, what came first? There you go. So, yeah. I don't know how happy I am with my overhauls, Thomas. The one thing, oh. I, did no- the one thing I did notice is that I have gone for the same formation in both teams. And it didn't even occur to me to change formation. Hmm. Yeah, I've got the same formation in both teams as well. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So... My team one. Uh, in goal, I have Martinez, because I think it's very, very safe. My, I'm really pleased. I've only got three, three, um, three defenders, and I'm really quite pleased with them. So I've got Digne, Castagne, and Ruben Diaz. Okay. I have none of those. Okay, good start. Um, well, it's nice that we don't <laughs> have the same. So in midfield, I've got Harvey Barnes. Uh, Kai Havertz, James Rodriguez, and uh, no Thomas, no party. Uh, I, I'm glad to hear you've got an Arsenal presence in that team. I'd have to do something. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> okay, and then okay, and then up top, I've got pretty strong strikers: uh, Kane, Vardy, and Jimenez. Nice. That sounds that sounds really strong up the top there. Um, I mean, my team one, which is. The, the the poorer performing of the two teams. I've got Patricio in goal. I've got Van Dijk, Robertson and Konza at the back. Konza from Villa. Oh, wow. um, I've got KDB, Antonio, Grealish, Pulisic and Trossard in the midfield. Oh, that's tasty. And then I've got Vardy and Son up front. Okay. So I go a little bit different there. That's nice. I, I like midfield very strong. I do like that midfield. Thank you, sir. Right. Let's hear about your team B. B team. Again, I've gone to McCarthy. So I kept McCarthy in that team, actually. Um, and, and I'll be fair to you, my team B is very much like your team one. So I've got McCarthy. Uh, in defence, I've got Chilwell, Robertson and Ailing. In my midfield, I've got KDB, Antonio, Trossard and Ward-Prowse. And then up front, I've got Calvert-Lewin, Son, and Salah. Nice. I like your team B. <laughs> yeah, because well, it's very similar to your team, your team B outperforming? Yeah. Yeah, because it's really similar to yours, yeah. Just, um, yes, it is. Team, team B is outperforming team one. Just. Oh, yeah. No, there's a bit of a big divide between mine. Uh, team A is... I think ninety-two thousand now. It was about it was about forty something or thirty something thousand last week. Anyway, um, my team B is Martinez in goal, Van Dijk, Dallas, and Saiz at the back. Then nice. KDB, Hoiberg, Barnes, Grealish, and Pulisic in the midfield, and Kane and Salah up front. You're loving your Pulisic. Um, yeah, I just I really think he's going to bang. I really think he's going to bang. I think the thing is with Chelsea, where they've been, I think he's sort of that attacking player that allows Werner to to push on. I think he'll allow Havertz to play in the position he wants to play. 
I think he could kind of open with open doors for for you know the other attacking players in the team as well. Um, I so fear I that. think if he's fit, um, he'll do well. I fear yeah. that because um, I took up because yeah, we we both that's took up the Werner. risk. Yeah, I do you know what? even if Werner does score, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just I just didn't like how did him. Yeah, it was a I'll revisit him in you know in game week ten onwards or something. But yeah, he's just doing my head in. Yeah, so um, doing my yeah, head in. He, he did. So, he did mine in as well, and I was so bloody what's it, uh, promoting him <laughs> at the start of the season. I was like, oh, team of Werner. Mm, yeah, no. And I was just like, oh, he's just fucking done nothing. It's just he's just not been deployed right. Yeah, it's a shame because, yeah, and he's a very good player, so he will he will find form, I'm sure. Um, well, I hope so. Eventually, yeah. but let's hope it's not while we're not owning him. Eh? <laughs> well, yeah, there is that. So perfect. So that concludes both our teams. For Sky. Yeah, I don't think I'm really going to tweak it now, to be honest with you. No, I think I'm just going to leave it because, you know, there's only so much twisting and switching and changing I can do um, before I start confusing myself. And, you know, if it gets to the point where I can't even remember half of the people in my team, it means I've been playing around with it too much. Uh-huh. So I'll probably leave it, maybe look at it one more time on sort of Friday, just in case there's been any injuries. Injuries, yeah, I was going to say. Because I think there's internationals on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, Tuesday and Wednesday, I think. And yeah, then there's internationals this week. After that, then I might have, like I said, one last look and, yeah, one last look and then that's, that's, that's the lot. Because, yeah, I think, you know, um, you know, there's about 30, 40 players you can choose from that are, you know, that are, that are decent. And I think between the two of my teams, I'm quite confident that all of the players I've picked are good players. Um, so it's just whether they're the best of the best. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's, that's exactly my thinking as well. Bar any uh, injuries, I won't be touching that again. Yeah. Excellent. So... All right, get, gaffer time. Gaffer time. Stop, gaffer time. Um very simple lineup for me. I've uh, I've answered somebody's question actually within the uh, within my lineup, um, but we'll come on to that in a bit. So I have uh, Bentley in Br- of Bristol City in goal. I've got Colin Pinnock, Hutchinson, Niambi, and Bidwell in defence. I've gone for a five defence this week. Elise, De Silva, and Wallace in midfield, and I've got Wells and Armstrong up front. And I think I've put up, I think I've had Armstrong since day one, and I'm keeping him. Um, so yes, that is how I line up this week. I see. Yeah. Uh, well, I've got um, Butland in goal. I've got a defensive four of Cooper and Hutchinson of Millwall, Aaron's and uh, Moore from Reading. Then I've got De Silva, Gibbs White, who's my captain, and Campwell. And then I've got Tony, Solanke, and Pookie. So nice. triple Norwich, double Brentford, double Mill, um, double Bournemouth. No, no, I've got one Bournemouth from the bench, sorry. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, I mean... Anyone that's kind of listened to us before will know that I am certainly no championship expert. 
um, and a lot of these players I've gone for because I've I've seen or known of them from the Premier League or maybe they're quite high profile championship players which have been linked with Premier League clubs so yeah, um, yeah for me uh, I can't say I'm ever confident really going into these game weeks but it's just a bit fun like almost fluking good scores sometimes I think last week I scored quite well um, and yeah I'm doing okay and not doing as well as you you're doing really really well yeah I'm doing quite well in Gaffer and I'm, I'm paying a little bit of attention to it to be honest with you um, simply because I am doing so well um, yeah I want to keep yeah that well <laughs> you support a championship club so you know you should have a bit you know a bit of yeah. an idea of what's happening in the league yeah, exa- exactly the point. Um, it would be embarrassing if I support a championship club and, and was doing really, really poorly. So, um, and, and now I'm not doing quite poorly. I'm really trying my hardest to actually uh, you know, stay up there, stay relevant. Um, mm. So we'll see. I meant to ask you, have you used any of your um, boosts or chips yet? <laughs> yeah, I've used two of them. Oh, okay. I may or may not be using one this week. Oh, that's not the exclusive, I, I assume. <laughs> uh, that's not a gaffer exclusive that you're using a chip. No, I don't think we need a gaffer exclusive. <laughs> um, yeah, I've not used any of them as yet. They um, do run out. I did see... Yeah. At, at Game the, week 13 or 15. Halfway point or... 13 or 15, I believe. Okay. That's you need to use all three by that. And then you get, yeah, yeah, then you get some get, new ones. Yeah, I did see a tweet actually advising people to use them sooner rather than later simply because there's no double ge- well there's very rarely going to be double, double game weeks triples in this in game. The, yeah, there isn't in championship um, much. So, yeah, just wait for good fixtures and use them then. So to be, Yeah, I think that's what I'll be doing myself. I'll be looking for good fixtures and just whacking them out. I'll, I'll be honest with you mate, that's all I did on mine and to be fair both of mine have paid off quite well. So far, because obviously you've got like five or six to yes. choose from, haven't you? So you and you can only use three, and then you get another six after, mm. and they could be completely different, apparently. So, um, it that, I mean, I love that part of it. I think they've done a really good job with those boosts. I'm, I actually really like that aspect of it, like miss it, just like random boosts with the, like point multipliers and stuff. I just really like it. Um, and it's good for the fact that I've actually managed to plan and both my both my boosts so far have paid off and got me into like, uh, well, I've, I haven't had anything less than a green arrow in this game yet. So um, normally if it was Premier League, if uh, FPL, really I'd, I'd triple captain somebody and they'd do fuck all and I'd get a red arrow. So uh, that's what I prefer to FPL at the minute. There we go. Yeah. That that triple captainship is is a tricky one, isn't it? And you I always feel like if no you don't idea. get you know double return from it, then it almost feels like a waste. But I think the key is just to not get two points or three points or whatever. I think if you <laughs> get any kind of return, it's it's almost like a small victory. You just get it out of the way. Yeah, I've I've I don't can't remember the last year I put a triple captain on and it actually do something. Just can't remember. And I'm I'm scared of when I'm going to use it this year as well. So there you go. Where next? There's only one place to go in there. It has to be. How excited are you for Fantasy Chapman? I'm, uh, 
this is where I'm going to sound like a little kid on Christmas Eve. Oh, I'm really, really, really excited. I am super, really excited. Like, this is my, um, I was going to say teenage years. How old am I now? 36. Was I a teenager when this game was out? 36. Um, anyway, this yeah. was at a time sure. where, as a football fan, I was, I was loving life. You know, Arsenal were challenging at the top. Um, you know, um, Blackburn was still in the Prem, mate. Life was good. Life was carefree. Blackburn, <laughs> Blackburn were in the Prem. Um, all of these good manager games were out. Um, I used to play one actually as well called LMA Manager. I don't know if you remember that one. Yep, I played it. Um, on PlayStation. The original PlayStation, I think it was, wasn't it? Yep, I had it. Um, yeah, so, you know, this game just kind of takes you back to that time of your life, I think. Um so there's that element of it. And then there's the actual game itself, which um, when, when I remember seeing the tweets first going out about the game being launched, I thought, oh, yeah, this is really good. This is, you know, something to just take our minds off of or the madness of the world um, at, the, at that time when it, when it launched. And, and also just it was just a little bit of fun. And what was nice is that where it was a small, obviously much, much smaller numbers than, um, than FPL, you know, you were able to be quite good at it quite quickly. No one, no one was terrible. Um, Hello. And yeah, I did well. Uh, you weren't that bad. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I did quite well. I, was, I did well for a long time. Well, if you can count sort of under 200 as, as well. Is that what you finished? I, I was enjoying it. I've ended up finishing on 214th. I looked it up. It was 214th. I finished in the end. But I was top yeah. 200 for virtually the whole time. I was top, I was like, uh, where was I? I was like in and around just under 100 or just over 100 for most of the game. Um, oh, then, I didn't know that. Yeah, when we moved on to the... Yeah, when we moved on to the sheets, I slowly started getting red arrows like quite frequently, but like little drops, little drops, and then I'd have a good week and push me up a bit. But um, yeah, in the end, 214th. So yeah, I was really happy with that, especially considering how many people played in the end. Um, but yeah, no, I just thought the game was fantastic and it really, really brought a... Um, the FPL community together definitely made us stronger. And I said last time, last point, that it felt like a community within a community. And it definitely really connected me to um, FPL Twitter um, a lot more. Um, so, yeah, I was absolutely delighted when I knew that it was going to do a second, second season um, and really, really excited that... Um, we're going to get to play play together, be in a, be in the same league, stuff like that. Um, and you know now, you know there's there's so much so much to look forward to because you know we've got new prices, you've got some new teams in the league. Um, there's been some managerial changes. Like there's lots of you know lots of new data out there that is going to be really really interesting, and it's going to be so so different this season to see how things go because I think there'll be less data so it'll really make it a lot harder a lot, mm, lot, that's lot trickier to predict and stuff like that so yeah I, I I can't wait to see how things get going I really can't yeah 
it's it, it is it's what basically what got me into the community in the first place so um i i just can't speak highly enough of what they've achieved in it all really i mean that even even in regards to doing things like for, for charity and that as well which has been superb and obviously then james from planet fpl did sort of the live um weekly games and stuff and that was amazing to tune in and um you know that's what got me to watch his sort of uh his 24-hour stream he did as well um because normally i would just wouldn't have watched that yeah but, you know but it, but i was you know, in the community, and I watched 19 and a half hours of that live, actually live. That is, um, that I was is just some achievement. Mate. I was just so committed to it, just like love what they did, loved all the podcasts. Um, and yeah, I just, I just wanted to be part of the community, uh, and, and, and and to be fair, do feel like it now, so it's it's, it's quite nice. Um, and the, the work they put in, they deserved, you know, for me to donate and stuff as well and, and to be part of that sort of uh, what they achieved. So it's, it's really good. Well, I came 472nd. So you basically doubled. Okay, that's... But, <laughs> but that's not that bad. That actually isn't that bad. I, I, I mean, I, I looked at my standings and I, it, was, um, it was game week five that I was in fifth position. So it wasn't 10th. I was in fifth position in game week five. I had like my first couple of scores were huge. So you made the screenshot then? I did. I did make the screenshot. Yes. I think I remember saying, tweeting out and saying, look, mum, I've made it. Um, and yeah, I was fifth. <laughs> and oh, then it just, it looks, it looks awful from there. I went down to 500th around the mid. What is it that went wrong? What is it where that went wrong? Do you know what? I try to be too different with it. I people were picking people were picking the real kind of uh, guys that were pretty odds on favourite to score a lot of points. People like your Stolzers, your Johnsons, etc. My defence was a huge. Uh, I'll tell you where I went wrong. My defence. My defence was a huge issue to me all all year, and it wasn't until the last couple of game weeks where I actually uh, started to score okay again. Where I had the th- like people like Horidison, Ian Hart started to pick up. I think um, there was another guy in defence yeah. who always smashed it. Um, I uh, I owned Desai on the Tariko. The, Tariko, there you go, Tariko. Thank you. He and it was only until then I started to get those players in because I had no way to get to them. Um, mm. And I owned Desai on the day he went crazy, <laughs> which was brilliant. Nice. Yeah, I mean, there were the game. The game is um, is slightly unpredictable in in that it's yeah. You can have um, didn't Babiaro score a hat trick or something? It was either Babiaro or, or it was Desai was, or Desai got two. I, I can't remember who it was, but I definitely it was one of the two defenders, and I, or, or maybe both of them did at different game weeks. But I certainly owned. Desai when he when he when he went Whichever crazy, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, and and that's almost the beauty of the game is that it's it's random. If <laughs> if we remember back to playing, yeah, this game or or after sort of manager games, these kind of um, weird things do happen in in these kind of games. Um, Still does, but we are, we're so used to applying our well, we're used to applying our FPL logic. Where you know, 
things are supposed to happen and you know they do happen <laughs> and in these kind of games it can go really left field but as I said that's the beauty of the games mm. yeah it, it is and, and it's fantastic um, should we remind people of sort of some of these statistics and tables and whatnot from last season because um, you know it has been a few months since um since people have played and obviously some people are new to the game um, and what is important for people to know is that this season is carrying on from last season so you know that's important to remember who was informed last season you know it's the same players it's the same game effectively just season two yeah I mean of course so <sighs> So who let's go let's go through uh, the positions and who do you think the key people to own were within 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 those positions? Okay, I think would be the would be the main thing. Right. Well, okay. So um, we won't go down the whole table. I don't think. But, no. Um, we'll do the say maybe top four or five, and then pluck out a couple of well-known teams which finished lower than that. So the champions were Manchester United. They were. They were runaway leaders. They won the league by 10 points. Um, and to be honest, were resting some players towards the end of the season. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm not going to miss that again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't really speak about Manchester United on this game and not talk about Ruud Venezuela. 25 goals, four assists. Yeah. An absolute beast of a player Goal he machine. was 13 million pounds last year he will surely be higher than that and um, this time around um he's probably the closest to that word essential that you're going to get on this game <laughs> um in that if you uh, if you don't own him and he hauls you will be in serious trouble Worth, he was really, really yeah. popular last year, wasn't he? Most shots, 112 shots. Um, um, headers won, massive. Uh, in fact, again, headers won. I think he rivals Viduka for headers won. Uh, key headers, however, he's like double Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry. Mm. Just an insane person to own, actually. Like, in fact, if you're playing the game, I don't think you can go without Ruud van Nisseroy. And that's the thing. Yeah. I'm somebody who fucking would because I'm an idiot. And I'd be like, no, everyone's got him. I'll have three people who are not Ruud van Nisseroy. And he'd haul every game. And I'd be like, still not owning him. And I'd be like, and in the end, I had to concede. But I'm already 50 points down. And that's my problem. I, should, I try not to be a sheep. But sometimes I think you've got to be. Yeah, I mean, what was difficult, I think what happened at the start of the season is because Thierry Henry was priced at the same price point. Um, he was a troll. You know, they were, they I love well. Thierry Henry, and I know you do because you're an Arsenal fan, but he was an absolute yep. troll, wasn't he? He got hauled off on the 58th minute, about five games at the start. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I think I owned him on three, possibly even four separate occasions on the game. Yeah. And, oh. yeah. I hate, I hated it. It's a little bit like um, regular fantasy football at FPL. I don't like only an Arsenal player because it just hurts me when they punish me. He's, he's um, still scored yes. eighteen goals, though. <laughs> let's not 
That's not yes, dissing too much. He's still, he still came I mean, like fourth or top high scorer. Yeah, uh, yeah, fourth highest scorer. I mean, the, actually, the highest goal scorer was Viduka. Second was. was Phillips. Third was Venezuela. Fourth was Henri, and fifth was Shearer. Phillips was um, one of those that I again just never ever wanted to own, and I never and I, oh, really? and I yeah I don't know why I never really like I never really got into Kevin Phillips when he was playing anyway. So mm. I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever, Kevin Phillips. And then he started to just score for fun. And I'd still ignore him. And if Sunderland was scoring, it was Kevin Phillips. And I was just like, no, ignore, ignore, ignore. Ridiculous. Why I yeah, didn't just I mean, buy him? Because he wasn't expensive. No, he was... 9.5. He was, he, 9.5. 9.5. He was, he was like 0.5 cheaper than Viduka. The third highest goal scorer overall. Point yep. scorer overall, sorry. Yep. The, most, um, the most percentage of minutes played as well. Yeah, as, as, I mean, as, stri- is, as a striker. Yeah, I mean, it is worth noting that um, Vadnis Roy, his percentage of minutes played is lower than Viduka and Phillips. Um, and I do think that he would have been the highest points scorer had he have not been rested for um, certain cup games. I'm pretty sure Manchester United went quite deep into the Champions League as well. So uh, Yes, they did, yeah. Um, you, know, he, you know, just like with FPL, you know, you wouldn't want to necessarily be sure that KDB was going to play, I don't know, at home to Crystal Palace when they've got a semi-final against Bayern Munich, you know, in a few days later or something like that. Um, That's where the game is realistic. It will drop key names if there is a a big European game coming up. Um, So, yeah, we mentioned Viduka. Viduka did finish the highest point scorer. And again, he was an absolute beast on the game and Insane. I really enjoyed earning Viduka actually. I think he was <laughs> He ain't gonna be ten million. Probably my, <laughs> no. Yeah, last season he was ten million and yeah, I would ima- I would imagine he's gonna have He's a, gotta be the same price as Nisseroy. Oh what the new Van Nisseroy price or this season Oh I don't oh that's a very good point. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say I mean he yeah, okay. I mean, he could be to cut the. He could be thirteen mil like the current Rude Van Nistelrooy price, uh, but I don't know what Rude Van Nistelrooy is going to be up to. Mm. I mean, fifteen million I, is a lot. If he goes up to fifteen I million, I would be surprised if any player jumps by two more than two million. Yeah, two would be the max. So I could see him being twelve million. I think that's still still makes you ask the question because realistically you're not going to have if you have Viduka and Vanisore you know you're going you're probably going budget striker for the third one you have to you last 20 that'll be a prob that'll probably be about 25 million or more on two players mm. so you you know you, and you can pretty much rule out going for I don't know I mean let's be fair yeah yeah you're going to rule it out your midfield's going to be below mm. then as well isn't it um Let's 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 talk midfielders because yes. I think we've done well, I think we've done strikers you know that, that's that's easy. So in terms of midfielders, the essential one to own, not the fucking essential. Sorry, forgot the quotation marks on essential. The essential one to own, I think, became Stefan Salakovic. Um, yes, I owned him on and off. Um, 
it was he was one of those players for me that became frustrating because I'd own him for like two or three games and it'd be the one he didn't do anything. I'd drop him, mm. then he'd be getting the penalties and the assists. And he was started to play in this. I owned him when he was a centre midfielder, not when he was a cam. And I was like, fuck's sake. And that I kept was happening say for me. That. Yeah. yeah. That was the key. It was where he was going to play. And um, there were times, wasn't there times when both he and Sheridan played behind mm. Rebrov, I think it was. But then other times, like you say, he would be dropped back to centre mid. Um, and even though he had the potential to still return because he was on free kicks and was he on penalties as well? Possibly. Yes, he was like, on free kicks sure and penalties. Was, yeah. So he always had that potential to return, even if he was playing deeper. Um, but yeah, definitely most dangerous when he's playing um, as, a, as an attacking midfielder. But um, yeah, I mean, the, the highest midfield goal scorer was a player who was nicknamed the Postman. Do you remember? Alan Johnston. Yes, always delivers. Um, and I did not own him for the entire sim. Oh, I did. Once. <laughs> I certainly did. That's, he's the one guy I jumped on when everyone else did oh, because really? I was like, seven million, he's returning a lot, I, I'm taking him. Nine goals, nine assists, I'm, I'm taking that for seven million. Yeah, I think he was He was an ex- a bit similar to your, um, who did you say, your Phillips so, example. I just tried yeah. to be clever and, and not own him. Um I had the likes of, say, Boamorte, Scowcroft, um, who were all slightly more by sort of 0.5 or a million more. Um, yeah, I just, I just, I don't know what it was. I think it was, I was so desperate to not own him and him blank. And then that would almost be like a, a victory in itself. But yeah, it, for a little while, it, it kind of didn't work out like that because he, he was returning really well at the start. Mm. Um, have you seen who's the second highest goal scorer midfielder? You might be surprised. The high, the second highest goal scoring mid. Mm. Was hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, it's somebody I know who it's somebody who thought was a bit of a troll, who thought everyone thought it was a bit of a disappointment considering his expensive price tag. Oh, who do you, who do you mean? Uh, was it not Varun? Would you, oh, okay. Or when did you say Slakovic surpass him? So, did when you say highest scoring, did you mean points or did you mean goals scored? That's where I got confused. I mean goals. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, have, have you? Have I got different data to you? Am I looking at the wrong thing? Maybe I'm looking at one that's a little bit outdated. Yes, obviously Slakovic uh, is up there as well. Oh, why have I got? Yeah, I don't know why I've got this one from then. <laughs> Here's me trying. So for those of you that didn't know, I sat and um, was watching um, some old YouTube videos of the, of the stream and I was, screen- I was driving whilst playing it out loud. And every time that something interesting was mentioned or there was a, things were popping up on the screen, I kept having to pull over, quickly screenshot it and carry on driving. And I've ended up with... Um, I've got think, lots of pieces of A4 paper in front I of me. I think here. I also know why. Yeah, you're looking at paper. I'm looking at uh, data on, on, a, on a PC. And I yes. think I know why your confusion has come in. So, so you're talking about goals scored, yeah? 
Mm-hmm. That's so, so, I I so, la- so that's all right. So, so Lakovic scored 14. Yes, I'm looking at the same data now. I can the see next it. midfielder is a man who's no longer in the fucking premiership. And I had him going straight into my team if they did another season. And that man was Joe cool. Cole. Ah, Joe Cole yes. scored 11, but he only had four assists. And I thought, oh, if they do another season, I'm going to put him first on my list. Because I think he, he, he's, gonna, he's even better in the second season, I think, if I remember from the mm. game. And he's moved to Celtic. What a shit move. <laughs> um, yeah, then, well, back then, Scottish football was, yeah, it was half decent, more, wasn't it? But yeah, there is another man between... More for him. <laughs> there is another man between Joe Cole and uh, Varon. Another midfielder. One more. Oh, what? is it... Uh, no. Um, go on, who is it? Scowcroft. Leicester. Oh, yes. I did own him as well. I, I owned him quite a bit. Yeah, so did I. And uh, yes, he was, uh, he was good. Again, he's probably one of those guys that's going to have a price rise. Um, yeah, you would think so. And justifiably, to be honest with you, we, we kind of yeah we did kind of take advantage of him a little it's, bit at his price point. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting to see the prices actually of... Uh, the midfielders and well, fucking every player to be fair, who came in in the top <laughs> in the top sort of ten players, because like you know, Salakovic mm. was eight million. I can't see him not being something like nine to nine point five this year. You know, and if you've got Vaduka and Vinisaroy adding that Salakovic on for nine point five is going to be difficult. That's that's a lot of money in three players. Mm. Um, yeah, I think anyone that performed is gonna is gonna rise by. As I said, between zero point five and one point five, uh, at least. Um, so let's let's go on to my sticking point, the defence, because we spoke, spoke about mids hmm. and we spoke about attack, and then after we've done the defence, and let's 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 chuck the keepers in with the defence. Let's reveal our two players and their prices. Okay. And then we'll do everyone's questions. I think that makes sense. Yeah. So, I guess when you were looking at, you're looking at defense you're looking more so for clean sheets but maybe some attacking returns as well i found it my sticking point like laurent blanc was up there for me i had him quite a bit he did get quite a few clean Mm. sheets but i mean yeah in terms of i just found it so hard defenders so hard like ashley carl was great but I'll tell you the one that I really liked, and and uh, and he's no way he's going to be five million this year. Was Fester, Middlesbrough? Yes, Fester was good for an attacking I mean, let's term be as well, fair. wasn't he? And 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 the, 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 amazingly, the data I'm looking at now with the prices here, the top kind of guys are all the six point five and six millions, as you as you can appreciate. Mm. But then you get into like the Leeds guys who are five and four point five. Your Radaby, your mm. Gary Kelly, um, Mabry. I had I had Mabry for a long time. These guys all kept like ten clean sheets apiece with a few attacking returns. I tell you, someone someone I had as well who joined uh, halfway through the game was Cooper at Bolton. Okay, and he wasn't too bad. I never um, ever owned a Bolton defender. Oh yes, I did. Oh, I, Ricardo I, Gardner you, at the very very yeah. start before he got injured. <laughs> I had him too. I had him as well. And, and and obviously um, he'll start this season. This he'll start this year, won't he? Because uh, yes, and, and uh, you know they've already done a project maybe. of Gardner. 
Yeah, they did a price reveal on Twitter of Gardner. I think he was. 5. I don't remember 5. that one. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd still be interested, but I think I'd have to, I'd have to watch him a little bit first yeah, and just I see him get think, some games yeah, under his belt. Yeah, I was going to say I'm not entirely sure Bolton are the team you want to be. Mm. Uh, they're more a team you want to target rather than it, than take their players on in defence. I think. Yeah, I mean the Ipswich boys did well. Horidison and um, Horidison was insane. But... Horidison's gone up in price because obviously they did his. Um, yeah. 10 clean, t- 10 clean sheets, two assists, two goals. Amazing. Titus, Titus Bramble as well. He did a, did okay. <laughs> he scored three I goals think... and got 11 clean sheets. I mean, that's not the Titus Bramble we know from, from real life, is no. it? He, didn't, he score, yeah. didn't he score like a 60-yard header? Something ridiculous like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... I just he, have um, visions of someone twatting him in the head with it and it just flying in the net. <laughs> <laughs> He's not meant it. That's... Probably how it happened. Yeah, and probably. What What's funny? I know you mentioned the Leeds boys, but I don't know about you, but I felt a little bit disappointed with Ian Hart. And actually, I was totally, I was really disappointed for six point five million. Yeah, he was about the third or fourth highest scoring defender. But I don't know. It's a little bit like how Henri was. What was Henri? The one, two, three, four, the fourth highest scoring forward, but. It just wasn't fun owning some of these players, which is a bit of a shame. Ian Hart um, was the highest scoring defender, I think, on 150, if I remember correctly. Mm. Uh, no, he wasn't. Of course he wasn't. Um, Fester outscored him because he's got six goals um, and 11 clean sheets. Uh, and Horidison beat him by five points. So Ian Hart was the third highest scoring defender. But you're right. I didn't find fun in owning him because he was always fucking dropped. Like, let, let, I mean, let, let, if you take the percentage minutes played of Fester and Horidison, mm. you've got 91 and 92%, which is amazing for a player if you really want, especially considering mm. they're 5 and 4.5 million. And then Ian Hart, 6.5, he's only 78. He's one of the 78%. He's probably the lowest percentage played premium. Uh, goals, five, probably free kicks and penalties. Uh, assists, eight. Mm. That can't be rivaled, I don't think. Um and then clean sheets eight as well. But let's be fair, yeah, if he had I mean, played, might have had more. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. You know, he's, he's, a, he's, a viable, he's a viable pick, definitely. Mm. But just as long as he's going to play. Yeah. Not, um, not, I don't think I'd touch him again this year at 6.5. Yeah. He's not one of the first on the team sheet. Whereas before, I think he was like my first pick of the defence. He's not going to be that this time. Certainly not at first, anyway. No, no, I totally agree. Okay. How about goalkeepers? I was about to say, uh, so Just I'm going to... on to goalkeepers. Ah. Um, so Nigel Martin of Leeds was obviously the top goal, the top. Funny enough, Fabian Bartes for the, obviously the title winners, only got mm. 134 points, only 16 clean sheets. I don't know. What... Seems strange that he only got that. I didn't play too much. I guess you want your percentage minutes owns. Now, mm. your your keeper, David Seaman, mm-hmm. five million, a hundred percent minutes played, hundred percent. He's did he didn't miss a game. Sixteen clean sheets, second highest goalkeeper. He's a free agent. I was just about to say <laughs> to see that today. Yes. Yeah. Um, Interesting well, to see where he goes. How old is he at this stage? Oh. 
he must be about 36, 37. He's yeah. Surely towards the end of because I remember in the real world he then moved on to Manchester City. Yes. And he did a, I think he did two years there, possibly. Maybe it was I mean, only one. He could but go then that, to then one he of the clubs. after that. Yeah, I mean, he's, he could go to. He's, do you think he'll get, I mean, do you think he'll get picked up by a Prem club? Um, it would make sense, but at the same time, maybe he'll go to Scotland. <laughs> um, For sake. Yeah, uh, he could do, um, but I don't know who in the game would buy, would sign an expensive thirty-six-year-old keeper. Yeah, um, maybe not. If he's not good enough there, then you know where's he going to go? Um, but I'm more excited about the prospects of Richard Wright. If I'm honest with you, yes. Um, I did hear good. lots of people speaking about how how good he was in the early days. And that Seaman's yeah, sort of Wright. time is limited. Um, once Richard Wright gets in, then he'll probably stay in, and he never got in. But um, no. he will obviously be the keeper this season. So certainly will be. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they priced him at a decent standpoint, knowing that as well. Um, he could be yeah. another. He could be another Arsenal set and forget for the season. In all, in all fairness. Mm. Um, you know, Arsenal, I think, I do think Arsenal will have a better season. This, if, if I remember rightly in the game, Arsenal do have quite a bit of cash. It wouldn't surprise mm. me to see them spend a little bit more. Um, I don't think they'll buy a striker because they've got Henri. Um, I was solely disappointed by Burkamp in the game, unfortunately, because um, they barely played him. But yeah, I don't think, I think they'll put maybe defence, strengthen that defence and uh, buy a sub-keeper. But uh, yeah, I think Arsenal will challenge this year, which would be nice to see. Yes, and it might make yes. me own Henri again, just for, just uh. for fucking shits and giggles. Um, <laughs> so keepers. So in terms of clean sheets, yeah, Seaman was the highest on sixteen uh, for five million keepers. I, I think when you look at the keeper prices, they maybe didn't they maybe didn't know how to price them at the time. Um, mm. It's the one thing I think maybe they struggle with is the keeper prices. Um, the, I mean, the one shit team or one team that should have been good and did really shit was Liverpool. They were yeah, disappointing. I, and, and obviously Michael Owen was out for a lot of the game. Yeah. And what was surprising is that even though I felt like Liverpool had a rubbish season, they, they still managed to finish fourth. Yeah. And I don't really know how. No. Because <laughs> it mean, felt like Dudek. they never won sort of Two games in a row, it felt like. It yes. Was just do, do one. Six million, played 95%, 14 clean sheets, mm. second highest clean sheet. I, I mean... It's decent. It is decent, but just... Yeah, they were, they were a funny team last season. They were a bit of a funny team last season. Um, I... Um, I don't know, because it was like um, Sammy Hippia as well. I think he got injured for a chunk uh, of it. Yeah, but he did. He, he did look decent. Um, I mean, he was expensive. He was a six, six million. Six but, million, yeah, he was, yeah. Um, he's definitely one to have an eye on next season, I think. Um, if he's fit, then, you know, I, you know, just as likely as to kind of go for him as I would be any I, other sort of I defender around his price. I cannot wait to pick a team. Honestly, mate, I am fucking buzzing for Champ Man. I honestly just like, and obviously you you know that my little girl's household, 
I obviously don't live with a mum. I've got I've got coronavirus, so I haven't got my daughter mm. for a little bit now because she's got to isolate annoyingly. But I just thought to myself, normally where I'd be busy on a weekend with the children, if I haven't got my daughter, <laughs> I can actually yeah. sit down and actually plan and play around with statistics and even load Champ Man and have a and have a go at it and just see because I I know nothing about the three teams that came up really, and I'd love to know. Yeah, uh, I know little myself. I know it was um, Manchester City, Millwall, and who's the third one? Uh, oh, God. Not Coventry. No. Um, oh, who the hell came no, up? Man- Manchester City beat West Brom in the playoff final. Wow. Millwall was second. We'll come back to that. We'll work it I out. I honestly can't remember. <laughs> yeah, we'll either work it out or we'll look it up. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, I can't that's, remember who that's, that's, what we're, that's what working it out means in this day and age, doesn't it? it well, yeah, that is, that is true. Yeah, it does mean, yeah, it means Google. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm completely like you. I absolutely cannot wait to start picking players. I just want to and yeah, especially that um, preliminary stage where you can just um, switch and change and change because there's so many good players. There's so many players that, you know, you have emotional attachments to or, um, you know, you've just seen them play over the years. And that's the magic of this game is that you're looking yeah. play- at players who, you know, you know their careers because this game is so old that Share you know, you've me, seen out. Yeah, you've seen their whole career. And, you know, that's why I think lots of people initially wanted to pick the likes of John Terry, Lampard, Gerrard, because they know that they're sort of, since they go on to be sensational players. Um, but yeah, I really can't wait to pick my team as well. I have, I'm not even sure who I'm going to go for. No, like I've, I... I've, I've just got so no... I've got no... Um, Need those pricing points, mate. Yeah. To be honest, they've, they've released so many prices that you could probably tinker around and create some kind of, <laughs> some kind of team. Yeah. I don't know if it's a team you're going to want, but yeah, definitely create I'll tell, I'll tell you what, out of it. someone to look at again this season, who pro- somebody who was probably quite highly owned last season, is Shearer again. Do you know he only played 62% last week, uh, last year of minutes? 62%. He always had a fucking toe injury, didn't he? Um, oh, I did own him. I, I owned him loads, obviously. It's Alan Shearer by Idol. I, in fact, I tweeted Alan Shearer on my birthday when they did the release of when Matt Holland said his price reveal. Ah, yes. I, says, I saw someone say about Alan Shearer doing it and I did tweet Alan Shearer and say, look, this is what's happened today. This is my birthday. Make my, make my birthday. You're my hero. Uh, he didn't. So fuck him. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but, he didn't, but he didn't do it. And I was just like, that would have made uh, my birthday if Alan Shearer had done a tweet based off the fact I asked him to for my birthday for his price uh, reveal. But yeah, it wasn't well, to be. the good thing about birthdays is you get them every year. So you try again next year. Try again next year when they do season three. Try again. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Alan Shearer, so. if he plays more, if he plays another 20%, he scored 17 goals. Uh, let's be fair. Uh, he could definitely mm. be up there. Okay, right. I think... Oh, I've got the third club. I've got the third club. Oh, go on. Tell me. Came up. The champions were Watford. Uh, oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I, I really don't know much about Watford. Man City, I know a little bit about. Mm. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, Paolo one shot. Teams. Yeah, yeah, that's all you need to know. One shot. Yeah, one shot. Right. Uh, where are we? What's next? Is it? I, is it time? I, I think it's time to to let everyone know of two player prices for the season. What do you think? Okay. Right. Well, we did say that we were going to say what each, but we haven't said who's saying who's. So no, I think I'm just Thomas. Let you as you, one no, no, no. I think one. as you are the new man on the pod, I am going to let you take the and 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 in all fairness, you made the contact. I'm going to let you take the glory of reviewing both, of letting you do both of them. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting that. Um, I'm a generous well, okay. man. As Told Darren you. mentioned, I did. You are. You are. I did reach out to um, the Chapman guys, in particularly um, Andy Martin, and just sort of said to him, "Look, myself and FPL Dronach, we we met playing this game. You know, the game's really special to us." Um, we've just started, um, we'd be really, really keen to be able to do sort of a price reveal or something on the show. And yes, he very, very kindly um, was supportive of it and um, fired us over a couple of names with their prices. So, uh, which one to go for first? Go, okay, for, so we have... go for the Go for the man who plays in white. <laughs> Okay. That's, as critic as I, plays in white. that's as cryptic as I could get without saying a country <laughs> or anything. <laughs> yeah, because the countries, I, I, I messaged you the countries and you knew who they were straight away. I did, yeah. Um, well, that's, right. that's, that's so, good football in brain there. White, it, is, it is, right. The man that plays in white is Australian and his name is Harry Kuehl. And he will cost you £8 million. Pounds. Ooh. I think that's a bargain. Didn't you say that that was the... What was he last year? 8.5. 8.5. So he's had a price reduction. He um, needed a price reduction. Yeah. I, I. He's a good player. He is a good player. I just think on that sim, or this sim, I should say, he's just... He hasn't quite hit form. So I'm considering him. New manager at Leeds as well, right? Him. There is. It's Martin O'Neill. Um, yeah, I don't know what that means. Really. And there's also, <laughs> well, there's also a new manager at Manchester United. There is. And wow. Manchester United is where the other player comes from. And this guy is also a midfielder. And his name is Juan Sebastian Varon. And he will cost you 11.5 million. Wow. So he's also had a price reduction from last year. Um, yes. I owned Veron last year. Uh, I did once or at, twice. At least twice. And he did okay for me. He did all right for me. I seem to own him at the right times and came off of him at the right times. I mean, let me put him into perspective. How did you do with him? Yeah. So for me, he didn't play enough. He, he was only 67% playing. Um, so he had a, he, I think he had a layoff mm-hmm. or two. Um, but again, 10 goals, seven assists, 14 clean sheets. That's pretty good. I mean, that is a good outage. And he's had a 0.5 reduction. Again, it's going to be one of those. Yeah, I, do you take two I premiums? Think he's worth considering. Yeah. Yeah. Do you take two premium attackers or do you take one premium attacker and Veron plus maybe a mid sort of mid range mid uh, striker as well? Yeah. 
Um, I mean, Varane, I think, I think is going to be highly I think owned. something that... But then do you want the Manchester United double-up of Van Nistelrooy and Varane? Um, That's something to... Um, I mean... We no, good? I do take one over the other. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, if... <sighs> Considering you've mentioned, obviously, Arsenal being title challengers again, Liverpool probably having a slightly better season and um, Leeds potentially being up there again, do you want to miss out on, on having, an, having one of the premiums like a Viduka or an Henri if that means, you know, having two Manchester United? Um, I'm not so sure you'd want both. But we've called Van Nistelrooy pretty much as essential as essential can be. Yeah. It's going to be a tricky one to have a run. It I certainly think. will. But I would really like to own him. Yeah. I mean, Harry Kuehl, I don't know, 72% played last season, five goals, seven assists, and an extra two, an extra 20% maybe, or an extra 10% on his playing time. Yeah, a couple of more. I mean, he could be quite good at 8 million as well. He scored 124 points last year. Mm which isn't too much for, a, I would say, 8.5 is the beginning of the premiums. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that Harry, Harry Kuehl, you know, he, he should have done better last season. He definitely should have done better last season. Um, but I think that Viduka stole a lot of the limelight. So, who oh, knows? Maybe Viduka has a did. slightly slower season and, and Kuehl surpasses him. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I mean, it'd be nice to see what they do with the Leeds with the Leeds team, obviously with the new manager. Um, mm. And interestingly enough, it'd be nice to see who plays up front because there's uh, some pretty tasty forwards in there as well. Yes, you've got Robbie Keane alongside Viduka. Um, Robbie Keane, Viduka, Alan, Alan Smith. Smith there? Yeah, and Michael Bridges. That's a lot of people. Oh. <laughs> Bridges. Well, Bridges never gets a game, does he? No, he didn't play much at all. But, I mean, he's a pretty... If I remember rightly, in the game, he's pretty good. So, be interesting mm. to see. Interesting to see. Um, okay. Well, I think we've done Champ Man for a long time there. And I think we've got across our excitement for the game. Um, and, I mean, obviously, everyone will be pretty glad to know that when the game launches, we will we will definitely have a heavy focus within, within that. Because um, we love it both. So... <laughs> You know, I actually found my I actually found a spreadsheet yesterday of it as well when it when they were we did it all on spreadsheets and I was like, oh my god, it takes uh, me back. Um, the good old days. <laughs> good old days. Perfect. Right. I think it's question time, and we've got a lot of questions. And I'll tell you what, this podcast has been quite long already, hasn't it? Um, it's going to be. A I know. One. We said we were going to go quick. <laughs> oh, we can't go quick. We just enjoy talking to, about football too much. Um, We'll try to do the questions as quick as possible. Let's not dwell on them for forever like yeah. we normally do. Okay, so FPL yeah. Panda, our favourite Panda planner. What are your What are your price predictions for some of the stars of last season? Rude, Viduka, Henri, Shearer, <laughs> etc. <laughs> Any players you'll be doing anything to ensure they're in your squad? Um, I'll, I'll go first. So for me, for I think I think people like Rude. And Viduka are going to get uh, at least a 1 to 1.5 increase easily. Um, I just don't think they can. 
because it's just going to make the game more entertaining. Henri, I think, is going to drop slightly. Shearer, I think, is going to be bang on the same, in, in all fairness. Um, we've just revealed, uh, obviously, Veron's price. And although he did quite well, he has dropped 0.5. Maybe that's just to bring it in line with the fact that Rude's going to go up, maybe. Uh, so maybe he goes up 1.5, but Veron drops 0.5. Um, any players I'm going to be doing anything to ensure they're in my squad? <sighs> I think Ruud van Nisselrooy, as we've discussed heavily today, has to go in um, simply because I just think he's going to be a, uh, a goal machine again. I don't see what, any reason why that should stop. Um, the other two I've been thinking about are Salakovic, depending upon his price, uh, because he is he was playing much more in that cam role. I think Sheringham's pretty old now, so I don't think he will be going there. Um, so Salakovic, Penn's free kicks and playing in the cam role. Uh, and then for defence, I was looking at uh, the guy you mentioned earlier, actually, Sammy Hippier. Um, but Liverpool are a little bit dodgy for me. Uh, so that's, that's, that's the three guys I'm going to pretty much pray can get into my squad. How about yourself? Yeah, I mean, you've, you've used lots of, lots of good players there. I mean, <laughs> I've got fond memories of... Um, Daniel Sturridge, actually. I had him as a sort of... A Daniel or Dan? Striker. Daniel or Dean? So, Dean, sorry, wrong one. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. His uncle. Oh, of course, Dean um, Sturridge. Didn't so, yeah, even mention Dean Sturridge. Sturridge. Jesus. Yeah. I had him for... Yeah. I had him he, um, for... I yeah, had no, him he was... Nearly all the way through. Yeah, same. He was, he was really good, especially at his price point. Um... So if, I mean, he was 5.5. If he's 6.5, I think I'd still consider him. Yeah, he's a good um, mid-range. You know, the, yeah, I mean, Lewis Beaumorte, when he was, when he was moved up front, he was always good up there. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of players that you didn't mention, really. Um, Beckham, I felt, Underperformed oh. slightly. It would be good to see if he will he will push on again this season. Never. I don't think he did anything to deserve no. a price rise. He never left my team. So, and he did nothing. He, really, I was so gutted. That's the one. Okay, that's I, one real regret I have about Chant Man is I kept so much faith in Beckham, and he did nothing. And he was in my team literally. I think is there was maybe two game weeks he didn't play. I I took him out and put him back in. Mm. Um, there are there are two others I forgot yeah. to mention. Okay, go on. Lampard and Gerrard. Both, I think, have really good second seasons. They sort of play more. They've developed more. I think they both come out pretty good in the next season. But I think they're both well, going to be priced about £8 million. I'm so pretty I, sure both... Yeah, go on. Yeah, I was going to say, both players, especially Gerrard's, were sort of... Having a decent end towards the season, anyway. Gerard yeah, exactly. Was, they both you know, scoring yeah. goals from time to time. And Gerard was Chelsea were just a troll so, team. Oh, they were so tricky. I, oh, let's not go there. Yeah, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, Gerard. Gerard's definitely one to to kind of keep in your thoughts ahead of ahead of picking your team because yeah, um, yeah he did end the season well, and like you said, second season should be should be better. Nice. Okay, so FPL Buddy has asked, number one, is Dan Juma fit? If not, then possible replacements. 
Uh, and then he's put two, two, two couple of players who play each week from Coventry, Sheffield Wednesday and Bristol City. All right. So this is a gaffer question. Both of those. Um, I'll be completely honest with the FPL buddy. I don't know Coventry or Sheffield Wednesday's teams good enough to give you any players from those two teams. Um, I wouldn't take any players currently from Coventry because um, I don't think they're doing particularly well. I'd be targeting them. Bristol City, I can help you with, um, obviously, because I'm from Bristol. <laughs> so I know Bristol City quite well. Um, but the two I've got myself are Wells up front and Bentley in goal. Wells is quite cheap. I think he's six or seven million. Um, and he's scoring. So absolutely. Uh, there's no reason. The only other one I think about I uh, haven't got is Andre Weiman. Uh, I think he's doing quite well. Um, I think he scored last week. Um, in terms of your first question, is Dan Juma fit? Well, it's the game says he's doubtful. <laughs> That's all I can give you, um, unless I contact uh, unless I contact um, Bournemouth and ask direct. I I honestly don't know the answer to that question. Um, the game is telling me he is doubtful to play, um, and I haven't looked into it. Uh, he's on my bench at the minute because he's doubtful. There you go. Um, oh, and and you wanted sorry, you wanted a. a a Bournemouth or, or somebody who let's say a, a differential to Dan Juma uh, Jed Wallace of Millwall uh, is a really good shout at the moment he's absolutely smashing it although he'll cost you a fair bit um, some of the Brentford guys De Silva or M, M, um, M. Bembo I think it is I can't remember his full name uh, is, a, is a good player and if you want a sort of budget go for uh, a lease of Reading I think he's 4.5, and again, he's playing every game and, and doing really well. Uh, so there's who you could get for Dan Juma. So I hope that answers your question. And I didn't bother asking you there, Thomas, because I didn't think you had a bloody clue. <laughs> no. I, um, yeah, I'm happy to go with your answer there. <laughs> okay, and cool. <laughs> yeah, no problem at all. Um, so Rajveer has asked, what are the rules of playing champ man? I can't see defined on their handle at the mo, and I'm new to this game, so I don't know anything about it. Well, Rajveer, all you need to know is it's bloody amazing, and you're definitely, you know, if you're asking questions, you're definitely looking to play, and that's the main thing. You need to go to fantasychampman.com. Fantasychampman.com, and they do have, I believe, the rules on there. They've got a lot of resources on there, and basically, it's very simple to work out from there. It's a sign up. I don't know if you can still sign up, actually, um, because obviously the game is ticking over, but I'm sure they'll tweet out. So as long as you're following the account, follow us, um, follow any other podcasts, then we'll be, you know, we'll tell you when it's open uh, and we'll, we'll guide you through getting set up. But very easy, very, very easy website, sign up, um, put, your, put your Twitter handle in and stuff. And then, uh, yeah, you're good to go. Pick your team. Uh, it's really quite simple. Uh, very similar rules to FPL in terms of formations and, and taking hits and stuff for transfers um, and, and chip usage. It's, it's, it's simple, but so, so effective. Um, Captain Robbie asks, which of all the fantasy games is your current favorite or which do you think you'll invest most time and effort in? And I'll let you go first now. <laughs> Because you've missed the last two questions. Um, no, 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 it's absolutely fine. Um, I've had to put the phone on loudspeaker because I've got to stick in the charger, so hopefully everyone can still hear me okay. Oh, I can hear you. Um, perfect. Right. My favourite is... Oh, right. 
Okay, so my favorite, as in the one I spend the most time using, would be FPL. Uh, my favorite in terms of the quality of the game, I think, is probably Sky. But the one I'm most emotionally attached to is Champ Man. Um, so, overall, I haven't got a favorite because I like them all. <laughs> I like them all for different reasons. That's uh, a good answer. In terms of spending the most amount of time, I, I think it's natural that you spend the most amount of time on, Champ Man, um, so on FPL, but I can see me because because i i think it's it's so tricky to sort of especially in season two to, to sort of have the data and stuff like that but um i can i can see me spending you know pretty equal amount of time on all of them really because i'm going to want to make a good start to champ man and i'm in recovery mode on on <laughs> fpl with a lot of us who are hanging around that four million club um so you know, I can't, I can't not spend time on that. So, oh, I don't know, Darren. You, you, you tell him because I'm stuck. <laughs> um. All right. So, I mean, my, I mean, my favorite was was always FPL. But in in all fairness, the one I've been invested into more so, like last year or you know, during lockdown, was Champ Man simply because it got me into the community and I met so many amazing people within it. Um, and from doing so, that stemmed into so much more for me and, and talking regularly on sort of the Patreon Slack channel, um, heavily invested in sort of the, the, the Twitter part of it all. So, I mean, it's the players I used to love and watch growing up. So for me, I'd say Chapman is my favourite because it just takes me back. It's very simplistic in terms of how you, the website and the usage. Everyone's everyone loves it. Anyone who plays it is invested in it. It's not what it's not like FPL where you've got four million people playing it, and sometimes you just think they don't really care about it. I think everyone who's playing is playing. You know, there's no one who's just making a team day one yeah. and leaving it. Um, so that's my favourite in terms of the most time. I think the time, the most time will still be in FPL for me, um, simply because that is sort of the bread and butter of fantasy. Um, I, I find, you know, making the chat man changes quite easy after I've looked at all the streams and stuff. Whereas I, I take a lot of time looking over FPL, watching lots of games, match of the day, et cetera, et cetera. So favorite is chat man. Most time spent is probably still FPL. Um, yeah, there you go. Done. Okay. Fair so Renarid9, um, who also sent me uh, a message actually today, Thomas, uh, to say that uh, he really liked the, the podcast and it was, it was sounding really good. Um, so I thought that was quite nice. Um, he's put, Sky, do you like Barkley as a good pick at 8 million? Um, reckon I'm having him in one team. Uh, and then he's asked a champ man to question. So in terms of Barkley, is he a good pick at 8 million? I'd need to see him a little bit more. I think maybe 8 million. I can't, do you know what? Sky's difficult because I can't remember the prices of Sky um, too much compared to FPL. But it's not someone I'd con currently consider. If I was looking at Villa, I'd still be looking at Grealish. Um, 
but in all fairness, I wouldn't be looking at any Aston Villa players just just because they beat Liverpool seven <laughs> two. I thought I'd say it again. Um, it doesn't mean it's going to happen every game. Um, you know, before that, they were probably a team that you target. So you know, um, I'm sure he I'm sure he'll do well at Aston Villa. He is a very good player. I'm surprised Chelsea let him go, but um, yeah, for me, no, I wouldn't be looking at him. Um, what about yourself? Any any difference on that? Um, not too different. I mean, I, I wouldn't rule out certain Villa assets, um, huh? but I would say that, you know, as Grealish is also a midfielder, I think, especially as he's had um, a good England performance, I think there'll be a lot of spotlight on Grealish again. He will be in prime contender spot for those man of the matches. Mm. Man of the Match awards. Um, I, I, I think I wouldn't put off anyone from picking Barkley. I think that he's gone to Villa and will play. Um, it will be interesting to see who is now on penalties because I'm pretty sure it was Grealish beforehand. But Barkley is a good, decent penalty taker, good penalty taker, and possibly he will go on to penalties. Um, he might also take free, some free kicks um, so I don't think that Barkley is a bad pick um, I'm just checking now, yeah, Grealish is 8.5 so I mean if if you prefer to, if you need that 0.5 you know, it's not the worst thing to do to, to go Barkley over Grealish to use that 0.5 somewhere else um, but if you can find that point five, I probably would still go with Grealish. Fair. Good good answer. Okay. So Renard Nine also asked a Chapman FPL question, as as most people have, which uh, which is great. He's put without knowing all prices yet, we knew two of them. Do you see yourself considering promoted players, people like Samba or Cahill, etc.? In all in in all fairness, I'll be fair to you without looking or without knowing the Sims and seeing what players have been promoted from various teams without that sort of pre-season information that, that sort of, um, it's Luke, isn't it? That does sort of a lot of those Sims, um, without seeing the sort of pre-season results and who is playing regularly. I, I can't see myself considering promoted players. I mean, okay, let me rephrase that. I would consider promoted players after evidence. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty much exactly the same as you. Uh, apart from Paolo Wanchup, um, I think that you know I think he'll be the main man straight away. And if he's got a good price point, then you know he might be that third striker if he's yeah. coming in of five point five or six million. Then... I reckon it'll be a six six point five. Yeah, I mean. It might just might it might not be feasible to to get hit even at that price point for a third striker. But um, off the top of my head, he's kind of the only one. That um, it is worth noting that lots of players get injured in this game, um, so therefore you do want two or ideally all three subs to be active players. Um, yes. Yeah. So, you so, so, you know, I, I wouldn't, like you said, until there's the data, I will stick with sort of majority of, or if not all of, players that were playing last year, especially those that were ending the season well, like 
like we mentioned, the Gerrards and Lampards, even possibly John Terry as well. Yep, good shout. Um, I didn't think about promoted players. I need yeah, again. I need to see who played last. Who how well they did for their teams last year before I really consider that. Um, okay, so Steve Bird. Um, again, another question from Steve. So thank you very much, Steve. Appreciate it. You're listening very regularly. Uh, he said, "What were your favourite memories of the Champman FPL season one? And what outlandish predictions do you have for season two? Jalal to catch a ball, perhaps. That's not going to happen. And what are your thoughts on Cherno Samba?" bloody Cherno Samba. Is he worth a punt on the bench in case he starts? I mean, fond memories of season one for me were being fifth at one point. <laughs> obviously, that's obviously great for me. Um, but for me, it was simply just the live streams and, and the whole community as an overall. Um, there was nothing better than sitting there you know, with a Twitter, with a Twitter feed, with, with James doing the lives. Um, uh, it was just, just brilliant in, in all fairness. I don't. I can't fault anything they did that first time. It was just amazing, and the very fact that they've got some actual footballers tweeting out their price reveals is even better for season two. I was just like, when I saw Matt Holland, I was like, no way. And then Chadwick, I was just like, this is insane. Like, I love the fact that people are investing in it, and they're investing their time into reaching out to these guys to do it. Um, predictions for season two? I think I've touched on one or two. I think Arsenal will do really well. I think Liverpool are going to do quite well. I think Liverpool will invest a little bit. I think they need some defenders, really. Um, but Owen's going to be fit from the start. Um, and, and Robbie Fowler needs to find his form because he's actually really good in this game. Um, otherwise, I don't really have any outlandish season two predictions. Um, I, reckon one of the pro- I reckon one of the premiums will get a big injury. That usually happens. Um, and Cherno Samba, we all know Cherno Samba. He turns out amazing. But is he worth a punt on the bench? No, probably not, for the simple reason of what you just said, in terms of you need players on the bench who are going to play. <laughs> um, so if he's not nailed on, there's no point in having him. Yeah, I mean, certainly not at the very beginning of season two. Um, maybe, you know, six months down the line in the game, uh, he maybe he's secured some playing time um, and he's a little bit more reliable. But for now... I would say no for the reasons that you've just mentioned and that I mentioned earlier. Um, my prediction is that Arsenal are going to win the league. Uh, and I'm going to call it an outlandish prediction simply because how he trolled me last year. I'm going to predict that Thierry Henry is the highest goal scorer. Um, and I will say Veron is the highest is the highest with assists. Oh wow, okay. I'll go for that. There we go. My... Well, there we go. It's on a pod now, I'm, mate. So run train here. I'm really trying to push this guy. He better not let me. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you are. You're his agent. Okay. Uh, clean sheet wipeout. He says, who do you think are the top players to be targeting for your overhaul in Sky? Um, top players are the top players that you normally would for Sky, your KDB, your Virgil van Dijk, your Robertson. I don't think you should, excuse me, I don't think you should move away from from those kind of people. Just because they've had a bit of a rough start, I just think they still, like van Dijk can have an average game, but his average game is him making that, that tier three, two or, two or three passes, whatever it is, and getting those points. Um, I don't see that changing. 
um, I think you should still stick with those guys. Um, yeah, no, completely agree. Yeah, you just need you just need the high scoring strikers, um, the people who have a lot of shots on target, and and yeah, just just not defensive midfield assets. Uh, no, no, sorry, you can have defensive midfield assets, but you need the ones that are actually going to do interceptions. So there's no good choosing one that just does a lot of interceptions but not many passes, for instance. Um, but yeah, still still the top players: so KDB, Van Dyke, Kane, Son. Okay. I hope that answers the question. Um, Red Arrow says, are Reading, so in, in Gaffer, are Reading worth investing in? Um, in fact, very easy. Yeah, not not particularly. They're not having a great start. I've got Olise of Reading because he was 4.5 and he's doing really well. Um, so he's the one I would only invest in at the moment. I don't think they're keeping many clean sheets um, off the top of my head. So... I'd be I'd be wary. I'd still think we need a little bit more data. We're only early game weeks, and he's asked a chap man, a chap man question, and it is Keeley or Seaman, oh sorry Keeley, Kylie or Simon, Seaman. Oh, messed that up, and I, I can't say them both together. Hang on, Kylie or Seaman. There we go, done it. It's late, mate. Um, well, <laughs> simply because only one of them's got a club, you've got to go yeah, for Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to make sure I was, that was a test and you've passed. Well done. Oh, um, well, yeah. yeah. Hang on a minute. I've just got to pull you up on something here. You said that Reading aren't doing very well. They're second in the league. Are they? <laughs> They've won four out of four, mate. Are they really? Have they, are they really? Yeah, they're doing all right. I had absolutely no idea they were doing that well. Who was I thinking of then? God knows, mate. But yeah, I wasn't thinking probably, of Reading then. Yeah, probably Forest who have missed it. All oh that no, time. no, I, I wasn't thinking of Forest. I know they're doing terribly. Oh my god, yeah, Reading are second. They are doing really well. Um, well, I've got a Reading defender in. I better just add. Um, I've got Liam Moore. Oh, I've, yeah, got a family connection to him actually. Well, not mine, my partner's. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Uh, so I stuck him in just because of the family connection. But um, yeah, no, he's, he's done all right for me. Um, yeah, so stick Liam Moore in your team. There you yeah, go. there you go. You've been told. Yeah, my God, they are smashing it, aren't they? Oh, there you go. Shouldn't listen to me. I don't know anything. Could have told you that. They are second. Jesus. That Lucas Jow looks to be uh, a pretty good player. He might be worth investing in then. He scored a few goals by the looks of things. Um, so there, there you go. Reading are worth investing in, apparently. Didn't expect that. Um, right. Let's go. And we're definitely going Kylie because uh, Seaman doesn't have a club. Oh, yeah. um, David Strom has asked quite a few questions. He's, in fact, he's asked, things, uh, he's asked about every single thing. Um, so in Sky, he's put Bale early on Team B as a Maverick differential. <sighs> For me, no. I don't think Bale's going to play enough. Um, I mean, if, he's put, if you're putting in your B team, maybe, but I still think there's better players out there. What about yourself? Uh, well, if, you, if B team is just for the cup, um, then there's no harm in it. Because it's not bad there is no price rises, so you can easily get to him or come off of him if you need to. Um, we just we just don't know how fit he is. Um, you know, he's put out messages about being fit, and when he was at Real Madrid, saying that he was he was frequently fit and things like that. But I just 
want to see him playing. I, I think I said this last week. I, I want to see a few games under his belt. I would have no qualms putting him in my team in FPL or in Sky at all. If he's going to play, he'll be one of the best players potentially in the league. Mm. But there's no point in spending 9.5 in FPL. I can't remember what he is in Sky. But um, no. that huge amount of budget, if you know, if he's got major fitness issues, so he just needs to play some games, and he's got a he's got to fit into a new system at Spurs, um, you know. And you know, yes, it looks great on paper, Son, Bell, and Kane, but you know, it's got to work. They've got to make it work, and you know, chemistry like that normally does take take time. Um, you can, as I said, though, if you go, if it, if it, if B team is the cup team, um, go for it. Nice one. Okay, yeah, very good. So he's asked a gaffer question, and he's put, "What's the deal with Stanislas and Ben Rama? Worst consecutive transfers ever." Well, yeah. So Ben Rama has now gone to West Ham, hasn't he? Um, Stanislas, I didn't know. I haven't looked up actually. Um, I don't know if Stanislas has moved as well. No, I- Oh, he was still there, actually. I think Stanislas is. Yeah, I think Stanislas is still there. Um, I, I certainly haven't seen anything on him, but um, yeah, Ben Rammer obviously has moved. So yeah, so that, that's the deal with Ben Rammer. He's gone to West Ham. Yeah, I mean, I think they ended up getting a good price because uh, I, I'm pretty sure at the start of the window they wanted 25 million for him, um, and then he was rumored he was linked to Chelsea. He was linked to Arsenal. Mm. quite a lot really. uh, more so to Chelsea than Arsenal um, so I thought he was destined for no offence West Ham fans but I thought he was destined for a, a bigger club um, so I think it's quite a coup that West Ham have got him um, he, he's, he's a talent definitely uh, and I haven't got any doubt that he can do it in the Premier League uh, he's a very skillful player um, is, he, is he appealing from an FPL point, possibly, but not yet. I mean, I know that isn't quite a question. I'm just kind of, my mind's drifting off. Yeah. I think he, he might be more of an asset in Sky, where he might, you know, pick up tier passing tiers. And although he's probably going to be more like dribbles and, 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 mm. and shots like that, where, you know, he might get a bonus occasionally. In, yeah. In, yeah, I think he'll be a Sky asset. Asset, sorry, price dependent. Um, no, and I think Bournemouth have done good business. From from what I've heard, um, he did kind of throw his toys out of the buggy uh, at the pram, whatever they say, towards <laughs> the end of the season when um, he was trying to force a move. And yeah, I just think Bournemouth, Bournemouth, uh, Brentford even, are better off with a lot of money in the bank um, reinvest it in younger players and you know they've got a good team I think they've still got a good chance of coming up yeah uh, yeah so uh, good business all around I think perfect um, so Chapman he's put with the manager shift for Leeds will Kewell finally find his own and start performing again that's the uh, 8 million pound Kewell that we revealed earlier um Let's just hope so. I mean, there's not much I can say. Uh, yes, maybe Kuehl will find his own and start performing again. I hope a lot of players we thought were going to perform last... I mean, if all the decent players we thought would perform last year did this year, it would make one hell of an entertaining season. So, 
there's not much to say for that, is there? <laughs> Let's hope he does. Fish FPL. That's a new name. Don't know Fish FPL. Um, Sky, Sky, is having Kane and Son a viable option for your overhaul? What six or seven teams do you absolutely need to target to have a player from? Oof. So if having Kane and Son is completely viable, apart from the fact that that's two forward spaces used up, because obviously Son is a forward in the game, not a midfielder, um, unlike FPL. What six or seven teams do you need targets players from at the minute? Everton. <laughs> um, and then you've got probably Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City. I want to say Man United, but I don't. Mm. Nothing. I think the, the thing is with the overhaul is stick one Man United in there and just let them sit there. So the safest ones are Bruno Fernandes or... Rashford, um, you can't say Marshall as he's currently suspended. Oh yeah, true. You can't say Barney because you, he's not played since March, um, and you can't say Greenwood because he's still rotational, developing. He's still rotation risk um, or sub. You know, could be subbed off. Um, yeah, so for me. You can have a Man United, but I wouldn't look past um, Fernandez, Rashford, possibly Wambasaka, but no, probably not. Um, yeah, I just stick with one of those two if needs be. Um, Pudisic, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well Chelsea, but yeah, uh, you could put him in there. Brighton have got a, a, a half decent run now. I think the next sort of 10, 12 games aren't too bad. West Ham have uh, got a good run soon as well, haven't they, I think? Yes, they are going to turn because they had a tricky start. Yeah, I, I think, think they get like a, a five-game run. Yeah, so after game week seven, they've got a, a very nice run. So, yeah, mm, West Ham. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's, it all depends on how many transfers you're willing to make. If you're someone that's happy to make, you know, one or two transfers still after this overhaul, you know, weekly almost, then then look at the shorter term. But if you're going to look at the longer term, then go with someone from, say, a West Ham like Antonio, who's effectively out of position because he's a midfielder in this game, even though he's been playing up front a lot. Fair. Perfect. Um so he has said about Gaffer, he said, is there any good sites for championship stats? I'm losing, I'm losing interest, but I don't want to. Um, right. I've got someone for him. I've got someone who um, I found on Twitter, actually. So I will recommend, I'm just trying to find him now, because he's got, I'm going to do some promotion here. This person, they do a, a pod all about the championship. Are you Championship they- Express? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know him already. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Two days ago or yesterday. Yeah, the Championship Express podcast is at at champ underscore express. Um, They're, you know, big on the gaffer game. Um, I would recommend following them and going from there. Looking not only at what they say, but also the kind of accounts that they... Um, retweet and stuff like that because those guys really do know what they're talking about and we're kind of yeah we're not we are blagging <laughs> it I mean I, I pick my 
I mean, I didn't even know Reading was second. I pick my team based on when I, I just look at the fixtures and look at the table and I look at who's scoring. And it's quite simple. I just, I'm just choose, using it that way because I just don't know the players enough, um, which is probably very obvious from how bad our gaffer content is. Listen, you're doing well in that league, so... I am, yeah. yeah. So it's working. The method's working. Um, and his last question is obviously a chat man question. And he's put, will Henry get a price drop? Yes. <laughs> I actually... I'll say, well, there you go. Do you think I yes? Say, I say he'll get... I think he'll stay. Oh, actually, no, he was 13. No, no, there's no way he'll stay. He's definitely dropping. He, sh- he should get a, a drop. He should, but it will only be 0.5. That would be my yeah. prediction. It'll be, it'll be 12.5. They'll keep, they'll keep us dangling in the carrot. Yes. Perfect. So two more questions. Here we go. So you, uh, UCN Dave has asked, Chad Man, with striker price rises this season, what do, you could, what do you think could be the best formation? And will Man United play a different formation or style now? Fergie is gone. Um, right. You want to go first with that one? Well, he's put with striker price rises this season. How does he know what striker price rises? So prices are going up. How does he know that I don't? Um, he's. I think he's less into something there. Um, best formation. I still think could actually. Do you know what? Best formation. I think it depends. It really does depend on how much how expensive those strikers are. But um, you end, you may end up with maybe one premium and one um, cheaper mid, uh, striker option, and then heavily investing in that midfield is is not a bad shout. So like a three five two. Um, do I think Man United will play a different formation style? Well, yeah, because each manager is uh, each manager's AI is programmed slightly differently. So there will be certain players that may miss out in the Man United team this year, and they po- possibly will change formation or style but uh yeah i mean <laughs> i i've got the um uh david o'leary's preferred style of play is a direct attacking style and um, so his preferred formation is 442 which i think is what they played last season yeah it is um for the majority so you know i think um, I would say, you know, you're probably going to get... I mean, they're Man United. They're the best team in the game with arguably the best players in the game. So, you know, they're going to be there or thereabouts. And even if Van Nistelrooy finished second top scorer, for example, you wouldn't mind still owning him or, you know, they'll still keep a lot of clean sheets. They're going to finish top three, at least. So... Um, the good thing is, as as you're not supporting any of these clubs, you don't really care where they finish. You're just using them for their players. <laughs> Very true. That's a good point. We got one more question. Okay, it's from Aritravo, and he's it's a it's a gaffer question, and he's put: Do you think playing a five-man defence is the way to go, as you get two points for a clean sheet per half? So. I'll answer that one first. I've changed to playing five at the back this week simply because I realised that my defenders were scoring quite a lot of points. And I was like, if I heavily invest into defence and play five at the back, I could, get, I could easily get an extra 20 to 30 points per game week 
especially if I use the boost with the defense, the defensive boost. So playing with a five man defense in that game is a very, very viable option. And one I am now exploring. Yeah. I mean, I, I found that I was ending up playing five at the back quite often because not because I was picking it, but the midfielders I was picking, were picking weren't being played. <laughs> so, so your subs came on. I ended up with five at the back quite often. Uh, and it was actually serving me quite well. Um, yeah. I've gone for I've gone for four at the back this week, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if I end up uh, my first well my sub coming on and ended up playing five. I don't think there's anything wrong with playing five at the back on that game, um, and this is the key. You know, each game is different, so you you know any any ideas of formations or style of play that you have, you really need to personalize each of those for each game um what works in sky doesn't necessarily work in fpl and then the same for gaffer five at the back is is you know is definitely a good option in in gaffer um so yeah please yeah definitely don't be afraid of playing that way um and yeah go for it go for it there we go Fantastic. Go for it. It's a lovely motto to end, uh, end, end, end the podcast on. And, uh, well, end the podcast. Bedtime. It's, <laughs> we're going for ages. Yeah, this is going to be a really long podcast. I hope everyone listens to the entirety of it. But hey, maybe we need to cut it down in future. But uh, that's, that's a conversation for another day. There is one more thing we need to do before we go. You there need is. to answer the quiz question you asked last week. Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that because I had forgotten. So yes, anyone that um, was wondering um, the answer to the question, the question was, uh, Andy Robertson has put in the most crosses in the league so far this season. And Trent Alexander is third highest crosser of the season, who is currently in second and how many crosses had they done? And the answer is... Luca Dinier of Everton, and he's put in 32 crosses this season. That's correct. That's correct. And actually, one of the accounts I followed put a tweet out today with that exact stat. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, okay, so yeah, I've got a different question for this week. Oh, nice. Well done. Uh, yeah, I came prepared. I came prepared. Um, and the question is, how many goals did Gareth Bell score in his last season at Tottenham Hotspur? Ooh, well, I, as per usual, I will answer that question off, <laughs> off the pod and see how I do. Yes, it was his highest scoring season. So how many goals did he score, which alerted Real Madrid to then come in and throw the kitchen sink at him (laughs) and um, earn him his big money move nice perfect nice one well Thomas as per usual it's been an absolute pleasure this has been the longest podcast known to man so let's hope that everyone listens and and stays invested Um, because I've enjoyed it yes we are going to work on cutting them down a little bit but we do just get talking don't we 
yeah that, that does happen but hey you know if you've got a long car journey coming up then uh it's perfect absolutely or nice listen one. to his punks <laughs> yeah <laughs> very true all right well thank you thomas thank you everyone thank you bye Cheers. bye